Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Katie's Crib. In this episode, we have a group. A group, you guys, of impressive and amazing women here, all in one room. We are in this very sexy, fancy recording studio. We are not in Katie's crib. We're in a recording studio because I wanted to get this particular group of women together. They are all entrepreneurs who started their businesses when they were new moms. And we're going to talk about what their journeys have been like and how, if at all, being a mom has made an impact on them as business owners. We've got a lot to cover. This is a huge topic that I'm super, I, I literally have goosebumps talking about this. I'm like, entrepreneur moms. It just sounds so fucking awesome. Okay, <laughs> let me introduce today's guest. Guests, plural. That's why we're in the recording studio. We have Sarah Gibson Tuttle, who is the founder and CEO of Olive and June. We have Katarina Schneider, the founder and CEO of Ritual. And we have Angela Sutherland, the co-founder and CEO of Yumi Service. And we are going to put links um, all on the Cribs notes to all of these amazing businesses so you can really do a deep dive on these awesome ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi. <laughs> hey. Um, it's so great to have you here. Thank you guys for being here. Um, let's get into this. Let's talk briefly. Let's all go around and talk briefly about everyone's lives before kids. Like, were you already pursuing careers on your own? What areas were you working in? What were your daily schedules like? Okay, I'll start. Yes. <laughs> so this is Angela Hi. from Yumi. Hi. So I was a traditional geek. I actually went to school with 
cat here. Uh, we're no both, way! Yeah. Where'd you go to school? I went to Brown. I was nerds. A, <laughs> nerd alert. I was a math major. She was applied math, so super nerd alert. Get. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met math majors in my life, which goes to show you how small and un, and, and wow. Okay, I'm just How small we are. <laughs> it's more like, can you find us? <laughs> um, yeah, so I've known her a long time-ish, but like... Um, but anyway, so I was like sort of traditional nerd path. So I went to, you know, like school, was a math major, went into investment banking, and then went to like a management program and then into like private equity. So I've actually always done finance or operations. And so that's like pretty much my background pre-launching a company. And so why I launched this company really had to do with more like what the situation was. Like I, I wouldn't have ever thought I would go into baby food. Or yeah, like, tell us, like, let's go around. We'll all talk about pre-baby and then just go into your business and how you started it. And sure, what that yeah. Hard, sort I'm of sort thing. of, like, grouping them together. Yeah, like, I, I would that. never have, like, I never would have made the jump if it wasn't something so obvious to me that needed to happen. Like, so in my life, like, so I had a baby, I got pregnant, and I started realizing that there's this period of life called a thousand days that was so important for childhood nutrition. Like, basically nothing you do for the rest of your life matters when it comes to nutrition except this period. And this period was, like, you know, basically, you know, conception to age two and that what you give your kid during that period changes their life. Like, and where like, did you, like, was that in a book that you read and you all of a sudden just, like, got obsessed with it and you were like, this yeah. has nothing to do with math and I'm so into it? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like a nerd. <laughs> and so I re researched a lot. And so there's a publication called The Lancet, which is like the NIH of the UK, so the National Institute of Health for the UK. And they published it. And it's about, you know, 800 epidemiologists that came together and said, okay, this period is really important. You know, all these, like, vitamins, minerals, things that happen are super important. So you have genetics that, like, form you, but you have this period that are epigenetic, things that actually change the way that you live the rest of your life based on what you're doing. And so because of that, it really just opened my eyes to how little I knew and, like, how how much I wanted to know. And so, like, I'm, you know, we're, like, starving for information. You want to, like, do the right things for your kids, but you don't know what information you're supposed to get. And this was real and concrete and saying, like, you know, like, get enough of this and this will happen. And you're like, wow, that's something I can do. I can have real ownership over. And so, you know, similarly, I think into your life of, like, choosing things that you can do that you have real ownership over in our generation is like a gift because you're like, wow, I, there's, I feel so confused by all the information online. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. What can I do or not do? And so this was something for me. I was like, I can really do something. And then I started trying to do it. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you want me to cook <laughs> every single meal? And How old was your kid when you started this? She was seven months. So at seven months, you just started the idea of giving her solid foods, and you were like, went into this deep dive with the how the UK system works and all the research, and you were like, I'm going to start a business. Yeah, I started research with a small baby. Yeah, I started research before I was a prenatal, and I was like thinking I was going to cook it. So then I <laughs> then I was like, so this is great. I have all this research. I'm ready to go. And then I was like, I'm going to make all this stuff. And then I started to do that. And I was like, oh my, oh my lord, this is terrible. This is terrible. Yeah, terrible. Like, I was like, nobody wants to. Do that. Nobody wants to do that because you think you do. Like I don't know. I never thought I did. And then, Same. Yeah. Never thought I did. No, <laughs> so I think you think you do. And then you're like, no, I really don't. Like, to know everything they're supposed to be getting, to be like, are you getting enough vitamin A? Like, are you getting, it's like, you're never going to know. And then you make a ton of it and you freeze it. And all of a sudden your freezer is full of these little, like, frozen dots. And you're like, I don't know what I did. And, like, I blacked out and made a lot of food. And, like, mm -hmm. but then, 
that's just not a way to live because I wanted to work too and I wanted to like be productive and I also wanted to like be present for my children and like like have time for like what am I supposed to be doing like with them playing and and all of these things like I was like how does this not exist did you feel so driven to start your own company be your own boss to make your own hours to be spend more time with your kids or was it just so you were so passionate about the idea yeah so I almost wish that were the case because then I probably wouldn't have done it because you don't realize that when you what you give up when you start a company like Mm. it's like Mm. it's not your own hours it's actually like eight times the amount of hours you know so it's like you think that you're oh it's gonna be flexible and I'm gonna see my baby it's like flexible that I'll FaceTime my baby when I want to like it's like it's you're giving up so much to start a business business, you know Mm. and so much of yourself and it's like you're basically having another baby and so I and I say that because not to like deter anyone from doing it but just to know like you do it because you love it, right? You just like it's something else you love, and so you're you're deciding to put all your energy into this other thing. Um, I like that idea. You said you had two babies. Yeah, like, it's like yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, um, I also think you do it yeah. because you want to touch other people's lives. Like when Angela launched Yumi, which wasn't named Yumi then, mm-hmm. um, there was a beta. There, this is Sarah. There was a beta. Um, this testing. is Sarah of Olive and June. Yes, <laughs> and they did a beta testing, and they sent me the product, and like that changed my life because I was able to work and feed my child this amazing food and so I think Angela did it because she loved it and she cares so much deeply about the the subject and the topic but you also do it because you want to like change people's lives and like I wouldn't have been able to work at the pace I was working without without Yumi. Same same for me I I was gonna say that Yumi really contributes to female empowerment in such a big way I had my first kid without Yumi, and then I had my second kid with Yumi, and it just provided so much flexibility. And I think that the impact that companies like that are having in the world is like. And just so you guys huge. know, Yumi is a food, it's just an amazing food it. delivery service for baby food and things like that, that they're getting all of the health and nutrients, which I felt was probably a huge weight off your shoulders if you couldn't huge. be home actually cooking the food yourself, knowing that what was left in the fridge for whoever to give to them while you were running your new businesses mm-hmm. was providing nourishment and, and were really like good choices. Because we're, we're, t- we're type A people, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is one hell of a type A room, not gonna lie. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have to worry. You could come home and literally like feed your child and it was immediate and you never had to worry about it. Oh. People thought I was getting paid. It was like, I think before sponsored ads were a yeah. thing, <laughs> but and I was clearly not getting paid. And they, they were like, I don't understand why you're posting so much about this company. And I was like, it, she's literally changing my life. Like, this oh, is amazing. It's wonderful so. to hear. Can you tell me, um, Sarah, about Olive and June and when you started it and why, what your life looked like? What Did you work before? Did you work through your pregnancy? Tell me about that. It's a little hard to go after Angela um, after that intro, but I'm happy to talk about nails. Um, <laughs> nails <so>. are also <laughs> very empowering and creative <laughs> and artistic. I mean, I'm at this kidding. point, like, nails are like... I know they're and the t- Honestly, the first time I left my baby, and I'm probably going to bet that a lot of moms I know, the first time I left my baby with someone was to just, like, get my nails trimmed. And yeah, because I was like, that's an hour. And I feel like I need to treat myself, but I also don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) And I don't want to, you know, cut my baby's face open with like bad nails. And I'm, you know, you're like a mess. And it's just someone can take care of you. You feel complete. Yes. So tell us about all. We get that a lot. People are like, I have one hour and I just want to get a Mm -hmm. mani-pedi. So so I actually, so I started all of in June. My background is somewhat similar to Angela, although a little less smart. Um, I went to Colgate and I was a philosophy major. I thought for a hot second I wanted to be a lawyer, but 
I started working on a trading desk um, at J.P. Morgan, and so I kind of worked at the other side of the business, much more the social um, client service, like have fun, go out really late type of business. Great. Um, and I did that for 10 years, and, and I like learned client service so intensely, so and something that I love doing. And at some point, I was like, I do not want to do this anymore. I don't want to live in New York anymore. I want to live in L.A. I like the sunshine. I'm such a type A person that I feel like it's a really good balance for me to live here. I agree. Um, <laughs> we feel very similar on that. Because yeah. I'm from New York, born and raised, and I came here, and I was like, oh, I right. can't do that because of traffic. Wow. Like, it's I have like to a, just chill out. Whoa! It's like in, it's like CBD. But like. yes, agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, yes, perfect. Um, End quote. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I started researching where what I, where I would work, and actually that's how I met my now husband. Um, I did a bunch of informational in- interviews and entertainment. Um, and and actually, my husband works with Angela's brother-in-law, so this is a really small group. Like, wow! Yeah, yeah. like wow. we go way back. Also, <laughs> <laughs> we're just like all friends, and you're like, yeah, I can fucking start my own business. Like she did it. Like yeah. if I was around you guys, I feel like I could maybe do that. Yeah. you're making me feel very. This is awesome. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, exactly. Um, and so basically, what I I I fell in love with Dry Bar. I like. Um, and now it's crazy that Allie's one of my closest friends because I feel like I was such a fangirl for such a long time. Um, and I just fell in love with the, the model. I, lo- I loved what sh- they were offering. I loved that it was an affordable price point. And I love nails. So I had this moment where I said to my now husband, like, I'm going to do the dry bar for nails. Like, I, this just makes so much sense. And there's no national nail chain. And I feel so good about this. Um, and it was super inspired. And we can get into later, like, what that looks like today because it's a little bit different. We're shifting into products. But um, but I that was my initial idea. And I opened the salon before I was actually, I think I was engaged. Um, so before I was married and had a kid. Um, but then I had I had Noah about three months before I opened the second location. Um, How and was that? It was insane. Um, we had to like move the opening to after I had her because I just literally physically couldn't do it. Um, but it was so, it was really, really hard. Um, but I was so like, I'm so passionate about making people's lives better and like what that looks like. And for me, always having my nails in makes you feel like you can fill in the blank of what that word is. But for me, it just feels like you feel complete. You feel like ready to take on the world. I'm a very, like, I'm currently in a sweatshirt and jeans. Like that's my like vibe. And so having my nails in feels so good. Um, I'm taking a break this week and I hate it. I hate every minute of it. Um, I'm like, get polished on my nails. Do you normally have all like the creative stuff? Like sometimes the, 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 the rhinestones and stuff. Well, we have nail art stickers, which I think are like the, which the cuter it's version. The new, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. My daughter uses them. Yeah, it's yeah. The new. So I does mine. Yeah. I love them. Um, and so if I'm doing designs, I'm doing either hand painted by the manicurist or I'm doing those stickers. Oh. But um, but I always like my nails are always done. And um, and so so transitioning with a child, like honestly, companies like Angela's like that made my life easier. Um, were like mind blowing. Like it was, it was, there was nothing better than being able to come home and actually engage with your child and not feel like, oh, I have to go make this meal or I have to go do certain things. And so, I, I'm I'm very grateful for that because I don't think because I to Angela's point, you don't take any time off. I didn't take one day of maternity leave. Like I constantly oh worked. Oh my! We closed our God. first round of funding when I was in the hospital. Same. Oh, yeah. I like, sent a term, like term sheet, or, like going over <laughs> while I was in labor. Yeah. Was, oh like, my. Just doesn't stop. Wow. Yeah. And they don't care. Like, they and did you have <laughs> any like? Were you also? I don't know why I keep coming back to this, but were you like, I'm going to be my own boss and I'm going to be able to see my kid? Is that something that you faked yourself into, or you knew that that was? Oh, I think I thought that that was going to be the case. I mean, I do think the one thing is like working in finance, like 
working where I worked, it was like a 7 a.m. to, you know, you go out almost every night. So it, so that was a long day. And you can't leave because you're tied to the desk because the markets are going. It's not like it's, it's project-based or meeting-based. Um, so I absolutely see my daughter now more than I would see her because I can job. work from home. I, like if I need to or I can go. She has a blood drive. I can go. Like at her school, I can go. Um, and I could not, there's no way I could do that in my previous job, but it means I worked till three in the morning that night. Like I have to, it, the work doesn't go away and I care more about the work now than ever. So Whoa. you have to balance. And I work seven days a week. Oh God. I, oh God, you guys are very impressive. It's okay. so funny. Someone, I posted on my Instagram that like I was having a bad day or that like I was working tons and someone gave me feedback. They're like, we don't actually want to see that because we believe your life is so glamorous that like we don't want to know like they didn't want to know and I and I thought to myself this is so funny because people they think that what well, the life we're living is so fantastic but like we are working all of the time. Well, I will say that like <laughs> like Alvin June ha- was like the beginning of like Instagram destination place. You know, like she really was at the forefront of like well, I'm here getting my nails done and I'm gonna take a post that picture. Yeah, that's right. It's like he's like, You're I'm here getting my nails done and it's like an experience. So like she like sort of manifested her dream of like, I want this to be a place that you go and relax and like it's like what she feels. And so I think that's why like she is so influential and people go to her and like she really is. Like people were like saying, Oh my goodness, like please don't post that. <laughs> I think that you have a great <laughs> life because I think like it's part of this like, you know, swoop away, like to bring me to this other place. And that honestly like even like sort of spells out what we do in this company and like what people look for. It's like you have to realize like what it, it, she was like at the forefront of sort of deciding like what people wanted out of this experience, and I Love think that. like that's why I think she, like people look to her for an experience. They're like, wait a minute, that's not the experience I wanted. <laughs> I don't want to see you at 10, a, 10 p.m. with your manny on your keyboard. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Kat, tell us your your origin story of your lovely company ritual. Yeah, for sure. So I started the company when I was four months pregnant. I, my background is very similar to Angela's. Math. <laughs> I don't know why I have to sing that. And <laughs> investment banking. I was at Lehman Brothers uh, all the way through the collapse. And then got into the startup world, became the chief of staff to the CEO of Universal Music, head of innovation there, then met uh, Troy Carter along the way, who was Lady Gaga's manager, became the head of innovation at his company, and then ran uh, his investment fund of over 70 startups, everything from Uber to Dropbox, Warby wow. Parker, Spotify, oh, and and then got pregnant and life <laughs> changed forever. And for me, my journey started when, you know, I've always been passionate about health and kind of what I was putting in and on my body. But when you get pregnant, it's like a whole other caliber. You really become very aware of what's in lotions and what's in mm -hmm. deodorants and what's in all of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so I kind of went through a clearing phase, got rid of deodorants, toothpaste, sunscreens, cleaning supplies, all my husband's stuff. I know I remember <laughs> telling him, do not spray your cologne within... <laughs> 10, Ten miles of, like, of this baby. Go, go outside the house if you're yeah. going to do this. I remember that on Scandal because I was pregnant and I, I didn't want to tell anyone, but like the amount of hairspray that is mm -hmm. in the makeup trailers. I, I mean, for all, you know, if you're doing 10 women at once in a tiny closed space, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Right. Like, oh, my God. Like, this is like, just, just going to go. <laughs> this is, t oh, yeah, I would cover my face. It was so insane. I don't know if it actually did anything, but. Um, exactly. So that's where you got the idea. That's where I got the idea. I started to kind of look at my prenatal vitamin. I turned it, turned it around. I, I mean, I was always trying to find the best version of everything. But when I actually dug deeper about uh, on the ingredients that was in my prenatal, I was pretty horrified and confused and was in this search for something better. You know, I realized, you know, same with Angela, I did a deep dive in research and ingredients were something that was, we didn't ever question before. We questioned what we were eating, like, like where was the kale in our salad coming from? We could find that out. Or, right. or if you eat chicken, you know, you know where the, who the chicken's playing with. And, <laughs> right. Um, right. But why not question what we're ingesting every single day for our pregnancy or, or beyond that? And so one of the, you know, an interesting fact I found was over a third of women have a genetic variation where they can't even properly utilize synthetic folate, folic acid that's in prenatal, yeah, in prenatal 90 vitamins. plus percent of uh, prenatals. And so one of the things we did as a company is we use methylated folate that bypasses genetic variations. We really go above and beyond searching for, for better ingredients. So we use D3 from wild harvested lichen. We use omega-3s from microalgae. And we, my background in technology kind of allowed me to really show where those things were coming from and why and go really deep, which so awesome. wasn't done before. 
That's amazing. It's so cool. Um, do you think that, uh, go back to, I feel like you guys were all very influenced by your pregnancies. I mean, one, I mean, Ritual for sure and Yumi and also, you, I mean, again, like I just feel like women and pregnant women, like I remember going to the manicurist and being like, am I allowed to have like regular nail polish on? You know what I mean? Because there's like non-toxic, like are you allowed to have that stuff? You become much more aware than you ever did before. Did you guys find when you started looking for funding and things like that, did you encounter skepticism because you were a woman or because you were pregnant? Yeah. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell, tell, tell. I was like, wow. Tell, I, I mean, to date, we've raised 40, over $40 million. And yeah. They just closed a big round. Yeah, we just yeah, announced so. the big round. Yay! Yay! I mean, yes. <laughs> it means a lot of work yeah. ahead. But, yeah, so the first round of funding was me, four months pregnant, going to Silicon Valley and investors and I had a really well-known investor um, that I went to and, and you know, I was questioning, I'm like, do I tell them that I'm pregnant from the first meeting or do I tell them I'm pregnant in the second meeting? Like, oh. you know, transparency is obviously our brand ethos, so I want to be honest, right? but I don't want to be dinged for that. Um, so I decided to be just completely upfront and I went into this really well-known investor's office and was like, all right, so I'm going to start a prenatal company or a vitamin company. I'm going to reinvent the vitamin, and, and I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, uh, well, you have two choices. You can either start a family or you can have a company, but you, there's no way you can do both well. Um, oh, so I am literally <laughs> every hair on my body just stood up. Yeah. That's Not in a good cute. way. That's, yeah. su that's super like, cute. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks super for the motivation. Great. Thanks so much. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah, love you. Um, <laughs> love you, great. Did that did you feel um, held back or did you feel like that was fire? Total fire. Yeah. You just were like, watch me. Yeah. Um, did any, uh, do either of you, yeah. Sarah, Angela, did you have some oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Really? So, this sucks. I know it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. So like, it's also compounded, I think, with like some of the industries that we chose. Like I think, um, partially, like at least vitamins can be like for everybody, like, but if you were like specifically prenatal, but like nails, you know, baby food, it, it is a an industry, those are your industries that like are women dominated only for women a lot of the times. And like, yes. I mean, even like pre, your vitamins are also like women focused. So right. I think it's not like, just prenatal. Yeah, not just prenatal. So like, but like, so when you're doing that, there's also this like, they don't understand the market problem. So they like think, how big is that market? You know, who is that really for? And so there's all these like questions just, just on that alone. So like compound that with you going in pregnant like or which I was so it was like I was like fundraising for a pregnant and then it's like then they like they question everything They're like so do you want to do this because it's like a hobby for you like do you think this is like is it a, a lifestyle it's a business? lifestyle business is what like, does that mean like, what is oh, that like, like a business that you just want to pay for your lifestyle with and I'm like I'm I, I, I'm coming from investment <laughs> banking. I'm giving up a ton of money like yeah. to do this. I'm not. I'm clearly not an idiot about this. Like I, it's gonna be huge. Trust me. Like, what, did you ask the person that started Gerber? Like, <laughs> is this lifestyle for you? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't ask that. So, like, do you think they asked men that question? It's like Sally Hansen. Was that just like a lifestyle yeah. thing? Oh. It's like these are huge Companies, things in yeah. the world. Do you know what I mean? So, like, why are you then asking me? Like. How big is the market? Do you think this is a big thing? It's like, this is huge. But, like, that's immediately, like, the first thing that they think of because of, like, you're a woman. And it's, like, a very women-run type – or women-like business. You know, it's, like, for women. Right. You know, like – and then on top of that being pregnant, it's, like, the first thing is, like, oh, so – 
how much time are you going to take off, do you think? Or like, were you guys asked that? Yeah, I mean, I was. So, are I, you planning on taking a maternity leave? No, like, like, it was almost like this, like a roundabout way. Like, when is that launch of this uh, thing? And like, and trying to see if you will. But like, I was like, I had a baby when I did it. I took zero time off. I'm taking zero time off now. I'm literally like, I was like in labor. Not kidding. I was like, it's my second. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I sending Excel sheets like to like close up like the due diligence. And like, I'm not taking time off. And if I were. Do you think that I wasn't capable of like making sure that the team is there? Do you know what I mean? Like, like you can trust a guy to have done that, but I wouldn't have done that. Right. Like it's like the questions become much more like, you know, pointed, like th- like because you're a woman, because you're pregnant, that probably you weren't capable of this. And so it's not even just like the question of like, are you going to take time off? Like, were you even capable of setting up a company that wouldn't? You know, like that, like that couldn't sustain that, and I think that that's actually mm. even more hurtful mm-hmm. in some ways. So, I am. Um, this is so fascinating to me and so upsetting. <laughs> I mean, I know it's there, like I know, but I just really like to live in my bubble. I have like actually, I have a couple of thoughts. I had the similar experiences. I also had um, when I wasn't pregnant. Um, I sat in a room with someone. It was the second round of fundraising, and I had probably been talking for forty-five minutes. And anyone that gets in a room with me for five minutes knows that I'm like kind of a killer and like we'll do anything and like we'll scale up any wall and break through anything to do get it done and I'm a sole founder so like I mean it's just like I I feel like you get my energy immediately yes we've been talking for 45 minutes and so he basically knew everything about me at that point (laughs) and then he was like so he's like so at the end he's like so let me just ask you a question so like given where you're from, which I'm from Connecticut, given where you're from and your father has worked in finance and your husband works in entertainment, like why do you want to do this business? And I literally was like, if I've spent 45, like I looked at him, I said, if I haven't convinced you mm-hmm. that I'm going to basically take over, the, I'm going to innovate on the nail world, we're going to mm-hmm. change the industry forever, I don't know that I have anything else to answer that. Like, if you think I'm a kid from, like, my, my dad has funded zero part of this business. My husband has funded zero part of this business. Like, I've done everything with my savings and raised money. Like, this is my second round. I, I literally was like, I don't even have an answer for you. Yeah, like, I was like, bye. the conversation's over. And I told my, actually told my first investor, my first big investor in the first round, and he was like, they would never have asked a man that. Like, and this oh. is an investor who I think is a pretty traditional person, like, I think probably I could have said some of the crazy things we just heard and was the person who was pushing me to take a maternity leave. Like, I think there are wonderful investors out there. Of course. But I just think there are some that just, like, can't see past their own experiences. And it's really pathetic. Do you guys, are there any lessons that you guys have learned starting businesses that you feel, like, apply to parenthood? Are they the same? I love that this this, this thing you made about they're all your babies, right? So much patience. So one thing I will take. I don't have a lot of that. My whole takeaway is that like it's asking for help. So I had a very hard time. I mean, I'm very type A. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the podcast of type A people. So I like (laughs) to make sure that everything's done right and like all the way to the end. And, you know, but the difference between like a mom and pop shop in a huge company is that you're actually able to find people to replace you. That's like, you know, full stop. You can have a huge mom and pop company, like very huge, like, but then it ceases to exist when that mom or dad leaves, right? That can't be in a company and that can't be at home. Like you gotta figure out a way to support you and your vision in both places. 
And so you got to ask for help. Like, so if that's like family or like nannies or schools, try to figure it out. If it worked, that's like getting a number two, a number three, helping you out. You got to figure it out because like it can't just be you. And you have to learn that, like, again, in both places. And so maybe it's something I learned from home that I had to apply to work or work that I had to apply to home. But I start, you soon, you soon, like, soon realize if it is just you, it actually won't be as successful. And so, like, yeah, you can't grow. Yeah. Carrie Washington always says this brilliant thing to me. She was always like, if you're spending all of your time maintaining, you're yeah. never going to grow. Like, if you spend all of your days just yeah. in reaction to emails and things that are coming forward and maintaining and just holding on and maintaining, it might be time to ask for help, yeah. get people around you to help, whether that's in your home life or your work life or whatever, because then you will finally have space to grow. Right. Um, I think that's brilliant. Do you and you guys agree, mm-hmm. Kat and Sarah? Yeah. My, our CFO CEO constantly is like, your time efficiency is everything. So she pushed me to put a lot of my personal stuff on, on our assistant, and it's very hard for me to do. But then I focus either on my home life or my work life, and I'm so much more efficient. I read a book. Um, called Essentialism, oh, and I'm yeah. obsessed with it. I've heard about this. Obsessed. We should put a link on that to keep to the crib notes. And Just well, focus it, on the essential. Have like one to two missions, and that's all you care about. And I try to do that at home. Like I'm like all I care about is like spending time with Noah and my husband in like a very concentrated way. And then at work, like our vision is to democratize the salon manicure, and so that's mm-hmm. all we're focused on. And I think I think focusing has been very very good. I also think patience. Like I worked on a trading desk very very quick. A lot of a lot of men, a, lo- a lot, not I would say like a lot of not a lot of emotion, um, and not a lot of listening, and just constantly go go go. And this business has taught me, my team has taught me, to be patient and to allow people to like learn and develop. And to Angela's point, like when you bring those people in that are supposed to be taking parts of your job from you, to actually like let them have it and let them have the moment to a lot of trust. It. Yeah, that's huge. And for you, Kat, same, same. <laughs> I, I mean, love exactly it. Exactly the same. Um, now that you guys are in full swing of running successful businesses, brava. Um, <laughs> how have you integrated being a mom into your brand? Like, do you, well, I feel like it's all in, majorly in your brands, but how does it affect you guys? Do you, have you had other moms work in your business? Do you have number twos, number threes that are pregnant, that are women? Like, how do you a sort of, I'm like, right the wrongs of your up and coming. You know what I mean? But like, how do you, I I know you guys don't take days off, but like, do all of your staff (laughs) not take days off? Are they moms? Like, tell me. So I've had two kids since starting the company and raising money and it's challenging. And the silver lining to, to the conversation for me is investors that we did take on encouraged me to take time off, encouraged me to take as much time off as I could to connect with my kids. Um, the challenge was the guilt and the <laughs> <laughs> right letting all, go all the and, that I yeah. that I put on myself rather. And you know, I really didn't take time off. But I I really do encourage that for women. I think it's really important, and I don't think um, as a society we encourage it enough. I agree. And I think it's a problem. So. For the com- kind of company that, that we've built, we we have a really generous maternity maternity leave policy and paternity leave policy. Love it, bravo! Love and, it. Yeah, and we were pretty small when we instituted it. You know, like ten, 
less than 10 people. And so every person is so critical. And it's just a sacrifice that we made. And um, Yeah, you really feel it when they're gone. Yeah. Like it, oh, it's yeah. a taking a hit, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But it was something that, you know, we're trying to br- build a long-lasting brand, not just something that scales and flails out. So having that and setting it up with lawyers and, and experts and thinking through that um, was really important to us in the beginning. And then we've also set up a pumping room early on. You know, I'm still pumping and it sucks. Do you have a brand new baby? I have a 10, 11 month old. Yeah, so you're pumping away. Yeah, oh my I have my, my pump pumps in with my you bag. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know how much that sucks. I was pumping out in the open when we started, and, and it's so kind of embarrassing. I mean, now, yeah, now, now I'm owning it. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is like it's touchy for people. And also, I mean, we've talked a lot about breastfeeding on this uh, podcast, but some people are very affected by, like, they can't make milk if they're stressed out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, to have a place to go where you can actually just, like, you know, if you're there, there are people that have to look at pictures of their babies or videos of their babies and their milk. That was me. Like, my milk would not come down unless I, like, would see my child because I was, like, so stressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's beautiful. What about you guys, Angela, Sarah? Yeah, so as far as, like, integration at work or, like, how we try to, like, approach it, I have a baby food company, so it's, like, a very part of my like our whole being you know so like it's it's funny because I um unlike Sarah no one's really looking to me for like <laughs> <That's so true. laughs> it is I, like I don't I'm very private of a person like I don't like share a lot of anything and so I think that's like why um but I, what I want to make for the company though is stuff that makes people's lives better, and so we try to pl- apl- like apply that to people that work for the company. So we like try to look for underemployed moms, like giving them flexible jobs. So like whether it's like they want to help like with content or write or like you know be on like you know be an assistant to like either like customer service, like anything that like they can do, or it's or it's like field marketing. Like underemployed moms are always looking for jobs, like and they're very, very talented people. They just feel like they can't balance everything. And so we look a lot of underemployed moms like to that's do those awesome. roles. Because that's what you also are looking for. I mean, as a parent that's buying food, you want to actually probably hear from another mom. So it works both ways. So I think a lot of companies should actually look for people that could you know help them in that way like and so and for us we don't it's maternity we're actually I, I think I'm the only person that had a baby <laughs> I can't think of other people that had babies since mm-hmm. then um but that being said like we've talked a long time about what that's going to look like and when that happens and like I think we want to make sure that it's as flexible as possible for them to come back and integrate back in and like you know what can they do and how much time they can have like we're obviously very small but, you know, I truly believe in that for society. So I think you got to put out there what you want in society. And so I think that's like why we try to like balance and consider. But. Same. <laughs> um, I think we have basically our brand director and our CFOCO are part time and they're both and they're both moms. And, and it like, um, works great for them. It's great. I think there's something so true in what Angela's saying is that there's like a workforce of women who are moms who like can't figure out. Totally. And there's some there's some companies that are coming out that are trying to like feed that talent to company to, you know, to be that B2B, um, which I think is super interesting. Um, it That's works, amazing. It works so well for us. I mean, we have basically a Stanford Business School grad who has been a CFO, CEO at many companies and she's our part time CFO, CEO, and she's couldn't be more impactful for the business. Our brand director. And it works perfectly for her because she's like, I get to be with my kid and also I, I'm working. 
Exactly. And what's great about it is, I mean, it's a little bit of a specific situation, special situation because I've known her since I was 22. So the trust is insane. Like, I mean, she makes her own hours, she makes her own schedule and like, I know everything will get done. Um, and our brand director is similar where I've, where I've known her since before we were open and she's fantastic and she probably works another 10 to 20 hours a week. And, and they're both, our CFO, CEO works long, works more, 20 hours a week. But like, it's just for us at this stage, like we don't have the ability to either afford either of these people full time, but also, yeah, it's also great for the them. Yeah. yeah, it's great for them. It's great for them too, because uh, we have this too. I mean, I don't run a successful business, but I do run a successful not-for-profit. <laughs> I have a theater company that I started 10 years ago. Uh, Which called, is a successful business. Yeah, company. thank you. And uh, it's called I Am A Theater Company, but... Um, we have like our managing director who does all of our funds and our money and all of that. Like we couldn't afford a full time person, but she also can't afford a full time nanny. Mm -hmm. So it's this great idea of these like part time moms. It's huge. Who yeah. are totally so, so amazing, talented. and I'm yeah. so lucky to have her. It's like insane. I mean, the business would fall apart without her. She's the only person that knows like the actual logistical shit. Like I don't even know. <laughs> but she. It's incredible because she only she can work like three days a week, full days, and that's what she can afford a nanny, and that's what makes sense financially for her family, which is a blessing. Like, and probably what she wants to do. I mean, yes. I think for our, especially for Claire, who runs, who's our CFO, CEO, like she wants to spend a lot of time with her family. Like that's hugely important to her. So for her to have this like flexible job, but she gets to still like she's like brilliant. It's just a wonderful arrangement. I think. Um, we recently moved from contractors to employees. Our our team really liked being freelancers, and I understand why. But we, at some point, we're like, we want to be. We want a team of employees, and so I think some people resisted it. Some of our manicures didn't want that, um, but those who did really leaned into the fact that there's actual benefits, and there's actually like a company that you are protected right. by both us and the state. And so, um, really right. excited. Like as we get bigger, really excited to be like. More like ritual. <laughs> Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Do you guys um, have advice for women in similar situations who are contemplating starting or running their own businesses? I have to tell you guys, I have a bunch of friends who either got pregnant or have small babies and are having massive, like, like huge questioning about what they've been spending their time doing. Like yeah. very successful, like high up executives, entertainment industry, and just, you know, having a baby has completely, in a beautiful way, yeah. changed so, their thoughts and their priorities and what they want to do. And that doesn't mean they want to work less and be home yeah. more. It means if they're going to be away from their kid, mm-hmm. they have to be doing something they're super fucking passionate that's about. That's what I think is like the most... I think that's probably why like it's like the, it's the most clarifying moment for a lot of people at least like for me it was like why am I doing this other thing like if I could do all my energy put all of it in so it wasn't for the less hours right so it wasn't like I get to like have more flexible hours. it was for like I if I'm gonna do all of this let's make something huge let's change the world let's make something like big and exciting and like it can be what I want it to be because I just saw it happen like I just had a, a child and that's like I made this little miracle happen. Like, I can do this. Like, I can do whatever I want. Like, look at this. Yeah. Like, I kept this thing alive. Like, yeah, like, it's yeah. Like, like, it's like, yeah. like, that's huge. And like, they're still alive today. It's huge. huge. Today. It's huge. <laughs> I breastfed that yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, and so I'm just saying that it really is empowering. So as much as, like, it's so hard, if women just, like, step back and be like, wow, you did that. Like, nobody else did that. You did that. Like, you can really do anything. Like, then it is that moment you get to, look step back and say, is this what I want out of my life? Like, I could do anything. And so, like, I encourage anybody that has that those thoughts, those doubts, like, to, like, really look through their life and think, like, like, do I want to start a podcast? Do you know what I mean? Do I want to do this? Do I want to get my voice out there? Do I want to, like, you know, do the things I've always wanted to do? Because you can. You just proved that you could. And so, like, or, like, join something. Join with us. Call me. Hey. <laughs> we're, <laughs> always we're, we're always hiring. We're always hiring. <laughs> like, so it's like, call me. You got those thoughts. Like, I, I, we want people that, like, want to do a lot, like, change the world. Like, and I think... There's like almost like this like no better time, but I think there's only like inflection points in your life, you know, where you're like, what do I do? Like, is life going to be the same? And one of this is graduating college. You're like, ooh, that's weird. Like, and then yeah. like, uh, wait, this my is... whole life has been divided into like semesters. So yeah, I'm yeah. just like a human. <laughs> no, I'm a human. And they, there's like no spring. Like, what do we do? This is real life. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then it's also marriage. Like, weirdly, like even if you're not married, or that big moment where you like find someone because it's like. Oh, now I am tied to you as a human. Right. <laughs> like, right. And then babies. 
Like, and babies is like, wow, is this the, what the rest of my life's going to look like? And it doesn't have to, but it does make you think that way. Because, like, where am I going to be that raises this kid? What philosophies are I going to choose? And I say, like, grab on to those inflection points. Like, because it's your time to, like, ride it into something new or, like, change your life or, like, get into more or, like, dive deeper in. And whether that means, like, stay home with your kid and, like, cherish that or, like, you know, lean into another thing. Like, but it really does allow for that to happen. Like it's like and treat it like that. Like it's an inflection point. Like make make a decision now. Like and so I think yeah. that's amazing. I, I would say that I, I would agree with everything that Angela's saying. I would also say that try to uh, try to honestly critically analyze yourself and like what type of personality you are. Because like I'm in a I'm like an irrationally exuberant person that has tons of ideas and I'm like, okay, we're gonna bring Olive and June to everyone. We're gonna teach everyone to paint their own nails. And like that's my personality and we're going to do it and we're gonna overtake it. we're gonna change the industry forever. There are other people on my team who are who want to be part of that vision, but want to be more structured or want to be or like they they're kind of like nervous to be the person to say, like, we're going to teach everyone to paint their own nails. But they're my CFO, CEO, and she wants to be part of that vision, but she wants to structure it out. She wants to build the team like know what kind of personality you are, because I do not think that everyone should be an entrepreneur. But I think everyone, if they feel the way that you just described, they should join an entrepreneurial like entrepreneurial like journey Mm -hmm. and so I think there's like I think knowing what type of personality you are like Claire will say all the time she's like I I am a number two and it's not that she's saying like I'm not the I'm not Sarah it's not about that it's about what her personality and what she wants to do with her life yeah and like she's 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 building more than I am like I mean she's a more she's in some ways I think I report to her like she's she's more instrumental in some ways to the business than I am but it's just different parts of the business and so I think knowing your personality and where you can like thrive whether it be joining a company or starting a company like I think that that's so important because if you start a company and you don't have that like irrational exuberance, the lows will will crush Kill you. you. You'll be out. They'll crush you. They're just too low, and if and you have to be the person that can get so high. Yeah, you have to like wake up every day. It's like being an actor. It's like this. A hundred percent. It is, but like waking up every day, being like, today is going to be the different day where I'm like <laughs> everyone gonna... said no to me for the past yeah. three years. Yeah. I haven't made a dollar. Yeah, and yet today. I'm going to get scared. I'm I, yeah, like I'm so fucking passionate about this. Yeah. I have to be a story, storyteller. There's you know, I learned this weekend yeah. it was so eye-opening. I learned this weekend that I want to hear a cat to um, your advice. I learned this weekend that I I mean, someday who knows what will happen. I'm an actor, my husband's an actor, who knows what will happen. I might have to be a stay-at-home mom. But I learned this weekend that I'm I I actually don't like it and I'm really bad at it. Like my nanny has been sick and I was home and so I had the baby and my husband has a job so he was gone and I was just by myself with the baby for like a week and um, it was I was terrible at it like I'm a much better mom when I get okay you have him from three to seven today Mm -hmm. and like I go so hard those four hours with him and I read books and I pay attention and I'm focused and I'm patient and I and my phone is off and I know it's the time I get with him and I'm very fortunate and privileged to be able to make this choice but I felt like holy shit like I have to work and I want to work in my life to be able to afford another person to help me raise my son because work brings me such joy and actually makes me a better mother. Yeah. But like I feel you fucking bad about that even still. Yeah. Is that crazy? No, no, you can know yourself. Like no, I still was like I'm terrible. This is where I'm supposed to want to be. But it's not. Yeah, <laughs> like, 100%. I, I, Same. I talk about this a lot about like where you find your sense of self and it doesn't 
have to always align like with what people think you should find your sense of self, right? So like I find my sense of self at work or productivity, but like that doesn't mean that I'm not great at the home or like I'm not like there or can take care of it. It's just you also are a person, right? So you should take care of that, who you are, and that's going to make you better in every other part of your life. And so, like, some people do find their sense of self at the home, and then that's oh, for a hundred percent, it's great, and that help, then that works, and then that's where they find their sense of self. So, like, if they can, and that makes them a better person in the other parts of their life, and when they're at work and stuff, when they get re-energized at home, like you have to find where you find like you're re-energized, right? So I think. But in all those situations, you should find out how to find help. So even if you're someone that has help at home, maybe all the other parts of your life you need help in too, right? So we're all not better or worse for it, actually. I think that at the end of the day, like, it's actually a good thing to find out who you are and how you fit in because then you know where to ask for help and you don't feel bad about it because, like, it does feel like sometimes, like, shouldn't I be, like – like the person crawling on the floor chasing my child, yes. like, and it's like, and then I one day realized, no, it shouldn't be. Like, no, and it was so, it was so eye opening for me. It doesn't have to be me. It was so eye opening. I worked so many hours. I went back to work when he was really little, and I would always say, I just want to be at home with my kid. I just want to be at home with my kid. Like, why the fuck was I even saying that? Well, I've had some time with that now, and that is actually not true. Mm-hmm. I would like to be home with my kid for some of the time. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and like really quality time. But I don't want to be home with my kid all day. I don't. I was, like, I hated it. I've never been so tired in my life. Um, (laughs) Kat, tell us um, advice and what you would say to any woman, you know, who's thinking about starting a business or maybe really had a baby or is pregnant and is having, like, these thoughts of, like, whatever her job is at the moment is not for her. For sure. So I think you touched on it, but being a mom is the hardest job there is. There is no harder job in the world. Agreed. I think we're all in agreement like yes, that. And because sure. it's the you can't quit. It's the one that means the most. It's nonstop. It's, it's the, the one energy. you'll think about for the rest of your life. Like no matter where your kid is, you're you're tethered and thinking about him or her. I'm in this WhatsApp group with a bunch of female entrepreneurs, and they're all about to have babies, or they all have had babies, and you see the shock and horror <laughs> <laughs> after they've given birth, and they're all like, "What do I do? My baby's not sleeping, and they're not eating, and..." It's so shocking, I think, when you have a child. There's so nothing shocking. else like it. And you see, like, in this WhatsApp group, I won't name the, the entrepreneurs, but they're, like, really successful <laughs> women that have built really big companies or are really far in their careers and acting and, and whatnot, and they're just horrified. And It was a shock to me, that's for damn sure. Yeah, and I think that's important to realize, and then you kind of get over that hump, and you realize wow women are capable of so much yeah and that's pretty incredible and so I don't know my advice would be not to be so hard on yourself that's something I've personally struggled with a lot and you really can only balance a couple things at a time and you know all of us are type a so we're like my relationship's gonna be awesome and my <laughs> career is gonna, awesome. gonna be perfect my marriage is gonna be perfect and my is gonna be perfect and my job is gonna be bajillionaire as well yeah. yeah no and I think at at any given point, there's only three things you can do semi-well or semi-okay and not being so hard on yourself if something's just, like, failing miserably and just acknowledging that it is. Um, so that's been, I think, my, my biggest struggle and advice that I wish I had years ago, being like, cool, I fucked up. Awesome. Sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you okay, can. Cool. Fuck yeah. Right. It sounds to me like you guys all had really strong passions, and it sounds like you're equally as passionate about being moms. 
And it, this has been like so eye-opening and inspiring. And I cannot thank you enough, Sarah and Kat and Angela, for coming on Katie's Crib and for sharing your very impressive, inspiring, hard stories. I wish you guys the best of luck. In my business, we say break legs, but like, <laughs> I don't know what you say to female entrepreneurs who are kicking ass in business. Um, thank you guys so much for being on Katie's Crib. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to Katie's Crib. And be sure to check out Shondaland.com where you can find every episode of Katie's Crib. And we've got crib notes for each episode where you can find out more about our guests and links to some of the resources we talk about on the podcast. And last but not least, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, basically like wherever you get your podcasts.